Hey guys, welcome back to the show. That's the second time I'm saying that in this episode, which is very frustrating, but good thing I didn't get too far before I realized my the the switch on my mic was muted. Um, I'm kind of an idiot sometimes, as you can very uh, surely tell from this. Um, but anyways, so college football is, is getting very near, and I'm going to get as many I'll, I'll most likely finish it over the course of the next few episodes, but I'm or like 10, 12, I don't know. Um, but but I might I'm, I'm definitely probably not going to finish it before football season starts. But most of my next few episodes are going to be about I'm going to so I'm going to see what over under win totals are for the power five teams and. And um and I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I think that they're gonna get more than that number, less than that number, at that number, and just my opinion on the on these teams get power five teams schedules. Um today in particular is going to be about um about the, the coastal division of the ACC. Um so we're gonna start with the coastal division, then move on to the Atlantic division, then move on to the other conferences like the SEC, the Pac twelve, the Big Ten, Big Twelve. Um and and we'll we'll move on from there. Um, but anyways, enjoy this episode. This episode will also be on YouTube as well. Be sure to go subscribe to Fast Sports Talk Podcast. It should have the same logo um, as as um, as this podcast now. And um, it, if it doesn't, it might be glitching. It might have like an, just an L. Um, but but if once you click on it, it should it should have the regular logo. Be sure to go subscribe there. Um, I look forward to seeing you on YouTube. Look forward to seeing you here. Um, but anyways, enjoy the episode. All right, so the first thing that we're going to talk about is UNC's football uh, schedule. So they are projected at a 10-win ten win, um, 10 win season this year. And, and honestly, I think it makes perfect sense. Now, the only games that I – so the games that I would see them – losing the most is Notre Dame, which even then I still think that they should be able to win that game. And Virginia, now you can call me a little bit biased. Yeah, I know North Carolina's top 10 this year. UV only got four votes to be ranked in this in this season's uh, top 25 uh, preseason poll. But but hey, the last, it's been four or five years since uh, UNC has beaten Virginia. And and even then, um, the last, a couple meetings ago, yeah, at um, uh, so when Bryce Perkins uh, uh beat them uh thirty eight thirty one, and then last year when when UNC was supposed to have a chance to make the playoff, and um, obviously squandered that when they lost Florida State and Virginia. Now, okay, I'm done roasting North Carolina fans. Um, but but so they're so they they'll start off this season's schedule with Virginia Tech, which really I see them beating um, UNC top 10 start the year. And then they go – and then it's into Georgia State, which, I mean, come on, right? And then really, other than Virginia, which which um, I'm only – I'm and the only reason – I'm not saying that UNC won't beat Virginia. I'm just saying that based off the recent rivalry, uh, Virginia uh, has had the edge the last four times. Um, but anyway, so – then they have Georgia Tech, Duke, and Florida State, which at a team of UNC's caliber this season shouldn't be very hard. Um, and now, and then, and then Miami will have to travel to UNC, and they'll play UNC. Um, which, how it went last year at Miami, 
Um, I expect this matchup to be a lot better than the one last year, but but still, I expect UNC to come out on top. And then, but anyways, just just to go back completely, the only two games I really see them possibly losing is Virginia and possibly Notre Dame and possibly Miami. So really, I wouldn't take over 10, but I definitely wouldn't take under 10 either. I would, I'm going to stick right at 10 and keep it there um, because, I mean, I wouldn't be terribly surprised should they go 11-1, and one, but, I w- but I would be surprised if they went 9-3 and three or worse. Um, but UNC, I'm sticking with them at 10 wins. So our second team now will be Duke, um, who, by their standards, I just, I, I don't really see them doing too much better than they have been doing the past few seasons. They were ranked 77th in passing yards, 78th in rushing yards. Now that that's not to account for Durant; he's obviously very good, one of the best players on their team. 24.6, which is 99th, and then 38 points allowed. So they had a margin of loss of 14 points last year. Um, And so I, I just, I don't really know. I kind of find it hard. They Not only that, they have some very, very tough opponents i mean they they're definitely going to start off the season two and oh i mean charlotte and ncant obviously aren't the toughest of opponents um but but then after that you got northwestern had a very good year last year ku which should be a win um so so really after those first four games they could be a potential three and one team looking better than everyone said they were but then they go at unc and then they play Georgia Tech. Then they go at Virginia, at Wake Forest, Pitt, at Virginia Tech, and then Louisville, and then Miami. So they have Miami and UNC, two potential top 10 team candidates, and then UVA and Wake Forest on the road, and not to mention Virginia Tech on the road. I kind of find it very, very tough for them to win. And and uh, Duke being... Duke being at three, three and a half over under, and really, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go under three and a half. I mean, it they 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 have been, they're probably gonna be the worst ACC team this season. Um, their best chances for in conference, their only guaranteed wins are Charlotte, NCA and T, NC North Carolina A and T, and Kansas. Which Kansas is just gonna be absolutely abysmal. Something they don't want to see either with the team. Your your head coach being changed just like two months ago. Um, but but uh, they're they're really, in my opinion, their best chances for wins in conference are Georgia Tech. In Wake Forest, but even then, I really find it find it hard for them to beat either of those teams, and they're gonna have to beat one of the other ones to get over this number because because they're they're gonna have a very very tough time in conference um, with this this upcoming season. But I'm going three and nine under three and a half wins for the Duke Blue Devils. Our third team here in the Coastal Division is. Um, Georgia 
Tech Yellow Jackets. Um, their over under is at five wins, and really, I think. <clears throat> sorry, I think that Geoff Collins's reign is coming to an end. Um, I mean, maybe he stays one more year because, for all you know, they gave him an extra year because of um, because of the COVID. That's just a weird year. Um, but they're they're headed into another very very tough schedule um they're they're gonna win in my opinion it i mean it seems how it's how it's been and in my in my opinion they're gonna they're 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 gonna have that one game where they probably shouldn't win that they win and then they're gonna lose that game that they just shouldn't lose so they're at over under five wins and i'm I I don't I don't really know here. I'm I'm thinking under really. Um so their wins are most definitely gonna be Northern Illinois, Kennesaw State, Pitt, Pitt. I mean, yeah, maybe Pitt. Um, but that's I mean, now that I say that, it's kinda I had this all planned out, but then possibly Pitt and then definitely Duke. So really of those four teams that I think that they should be able to beat, really only three of them, three of those four are really like you can snap your fingers, uh, easy 20-point dub or higher. Um, But then they're going to have to play Clemson at Clemson, North Carolina at UVA, Virginia Tech at Miami at Notre Dame. So they have at Clemson, at Notre Dame, at Miami. And then we can't even forget about Georgia, right? At the at the end of the season, there there's just no way. They're, this this schedule is just very very tough. One of the harder ones in the SEC, in my SEC ACC, in my opinion. I mean, you gotta you gotta play number three Clemson. These are based off the starting rankings. Number ten, I believe, North Carolina. Number fourteen, Miami. And what what's Notre Dame? I'm not exactly sure what Notre Dame is, but I know that they're top ten. Okay, there, there it is. They're, they're number nine to start. So they got number 10, number nine, number three, and number 14. Four teams that ranked in the top 15 in the start of the rankings poll. So really, I just, I, I can't see it. Uh, wait, and, and Georgia too, right? Yeah, Georgia. I, 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 I was like completely missing Georgia. They're number five. So you have number three, Clemson, number five, Georgia, number nine, Notre Dame, number 10, North Carolina, and number 14, Miami. So you have four teams ranked in the top 10 and five teams ranked total that you're going to have to play. So you really have five guaranteed losses already. You can't do any better than seven wins. And I don't see them winning all of these, all of uh, Pitt, Virginia, and Virginia Tech, because that's what they're going to have to do, and Boston College, because I'm pretty sure that that's what they're going to have to do if they want to get over the, this five-win hump. So really, I'm going under five. I'm going under five. Their schedule is just way too tough. Um, five teams ranked in the top 15 in the poll, but I'm going four and eight for the Georgia Tech uh, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Moving on, so moving on, so we have three more teams, um, and – Pittsburgh, their over/under win percentage is seven, and I, I am struggling with this one a little bit as well. Um, they're definitely get, most likely going to get wins at UMass, Tennessee, Western Michigan, New Hampshire, and Duke, 
and Syracuse. So really, they have six wins off their yeah six Tennessee, Western Michigan, New Hampshire, Duke, Syracuse. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, six. So they're really so if they're over under is six right away to start this like like their their non conference schedule is very easy. And even and so they're they're gonna get wins most like they're gonna get wins. So really they have six wins already under their belt. And if and their over under is seven. I I th- there's plenty of hype around um this pit team and I really like it. So I'm going over seven because I truly do believe that they're gonna beat one of the big guns. Like they're gonna beat at least one of of Miami or North Carolina that they have on their schedule. Now I think that they're gonna end up being hit with an upset, but that does not stop the fact that they're at least gonna be an eight and four type team, eight and four, nine and three type team. Um, and so I think that they're gonna be very, very good um, this season. Over seven for the Pitt Panthers. We'll move on now straight over into Virginia Tech. Um, so they, their over-under in wins is at seven at this point. Um, but but their, their losses in my – I mean, I don't there, – there's – I think I, – I don't know – I'm going to be as unbiased as po- as possible here. Um so I do believe that they they'll have easy wins from Middle Tennessee, Richmond, uh Georgia Tech, Duke, Syracuse, and very possibly Boston College. So that would be 1 2 3 4 5. Already they're already at up to 6 wins. But see then they'll have <clears throat> North Carolina, West Virginia, Notre Dame, Pitt, Miami, and Virginia Tech. Or Virginia Tech. Virginia. Um, um, so at Virginia, at West Virginia, and at Miami. And then they're at home against Notre Dame, and they're at home against North Carolina. So in my opinion, the, the best games that they have in, in that span, so I think that they're already a six-win team at least. But then throughout Notre Dame, Pitt, Miami, Virginia, and North Carolina, their best shot at winning is I mean, I don't know, it's kinda it's kinda hard to put it here. Um, um I mean it's it's hard to pinpoint exactly, but I think that they have a solid shot at Pitt and an okay shot at UVA. Um I don't I don't see them necessarily beating North Carolina, but if I had to choose an upset between North Carolina, Notre Dame, and Miami, because if they were to beat one of those teams, that would kind of be on the bigger side of an upset. Um, so I would think that they have the best chance in this scenario to beat Miami because it all depends on how how much of the hype Miami truly lives up to this year. Because you never know, because usually they're always very good, but they're not as good as the hype train says they are. So it just all depends on on um, Miami's true identity as a team, and depending on how good that they really can be, and how how um how good of a win streak that they can get on should they get um after they fall to Alabama. Unless they beat Alabama, if they beat Alabama, then then I you can shut me up with the with this uh 
me saying that uh, uh, Miami is usually overrated. Um, but but this year, I don't think that they're overrated at all. I think number fourteen is a very very good spot for them because I would not be surprised should they go up. But but um, fourteen's not ranked way too high where you think they're overrated. But but um, they're ranked kind of in a solid spot. But anyway, so Tech, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I kind of want to stay at seven wins because I think that those six games that I said that they would win would stay, but then between, but I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a tentative eight. They're winning. I think they'll get seven, no more than eight, but Virginia Tech, seven to eight wins with an over under of seven on the year. And finally, we have the Virginia Cavaliers. So their over under wins are six. Um, they're definitely getting wins over William and Mary, Illinois, Duke, Georgia Tech, BYU, most likely Wake Forest, and I will never say otherwise, Virginia Tech. Um, now, again, so those are seven wins that I think that they're definitely going to get. Now I really I really think they're kind of lowballing them here with 6 wins. Um in I mean they 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 have 7 games I think that they should win and even if they lose one of those they're going to get one of those upsets. I mean they 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 Louisville I mean is good but it's not a game that's out of reach for them and We've beaten North Carolina the last, or, I, or they've beaten Virginia's beaten North Carolina the last four times that they have played, um, and we never, we really never failed to do poorly against Miami either. So, I and then so really, I think that they're going to come in, definitely start two and zero against William and Mary in Illinois, and then they'll definitely beat Wake or Duke, Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech, and then most likely BYU, and most likely Wake Forest. So really, should they get those games done, which I think that they should be able to, they already have seven wins. So give me the over for Virginia this year. Um, I think that they are an eight-win team. Um, so give me the over on them, and and – that's but anyways that is all for this episode that was the coastal division of the ACC over under wins and my projection see if I agree with them um the next episode will be the Atlantic division of the ACC then we'll move on throughout the other conferences but anyways I hope you enjoy this episode this will be going on YouTube and I'll talk to you next time on fast break I am so stupid. I've, I've known it for so long. Fast sports talk, fast sports talk, fast sports talk. I guess just from saying fast break sports 50 times, it's just engraved in my head now. But fast sports talk. And I'll talk to you next time on fast sports talk.
Tap, tap. A little souvenir. 